Hello. It is WISPIT by Angela. WISPIT abbreviated stands for Women and Wisdom in Socially Powerful and Interesting Times. As always, it is my pleasure to speak to my listeners regarding a variety of topics that hopefully are thought-provoking, interesting, entertaining, and enlightening. It is always my hope that anyone and everyone who tunes in will be enriched, edified, and spiritually touched to move beyond the challenges of this life and rise from the ashes of this limited existence to a higher elevation of thinking and creativity. In all my years of living, there are two periods in my life in which I have felt the most freedom, my childhood and at this stage of my life. And it's not that the life I now lead is so perfect or complete, or that all the pieces fit together just the way I want them to. It is simply a few revelations that I have come to realize that have allowed me to try and make sense of this drama called life. This episode entitled The Revelation is a compilation of a few light bulb moments that I have experienced and some lessons that I've learned. The Revelation is an episode about taking the lid off of previous beliefs and maybe some misconceptions, taking everything together the good, the bad, and the ugly, I present to you the revelation. Throughout our lives, it doesn't take genius to realize that everything that we have been sold or necessarily told has been about the design of what the ultimate dream of success means or should look like or even what happiness is. But we certainly know what it is not. Is it about educational opportunity, lining up with our goals and aspirations, that's the magic ingredient? Or is it? As I was listening to the news about President Biden's plan to alleviate school debt for thousands, it sounds good. But maybe I am missing something. You see, everyone is talking about whether they think that alleviating college debt is a good idea or a bad one. But are we not missing the deeper revelation? In my opinion, shouldn't the conversation also be about lowering the cost of education in America? Do people without equal opportunity or educational privilege, or an 18-year-old without educational understanding of finance, really grasp what the ultimate cost of taking out a loan for education means? Does anyone really understand the financial magnitude or implications of what they are signing when they apply for school loans? Who's there to teach them? Everything that is preached to us is presented as though it's for our good. Is it? Now, of course, the opportunity for an education is a good thing. But has the creation of all this debt been beneficial? 
You see, the promise of something good mixed in with high costs, a lack of understanding of basic economics and finance. Well, I think the fact that we are in a recession answers this as well as a lot of other questions. So everyday citizens are not managing the world's debt problems. Just the people we elect. Revelation. We are promised a whole lot. But how much do we really know about the people we are electing? They seem to do more fighting amongst each other than solving real issues, in my opinion. You don't have to be an economics major to see how this theory of thought is being played out and is continuing to be played out. It is simply a lack of taking responsibility combined with the blame game, a whole lot of greed, rules that constantly change, governmental waste without appropriate oversight and allocation, and a dumping phenomenon, in my opinion. People are tired of being lied to, especially in these days when everything can be fact-checked. Well, how has this worked out for all of us? It does appear that money rules the world. The rich make the rules and even break them. And the rest of us simply are made to follow along and have blind loyalty. And this is what we call democracy. I even heard a crazy thing on the news about the state of California, actually Los Angeles, where they are actually trying to create a law where hotels and motels from as small as a Motel 8 to, let's say, the Biltmore, will have to report how many empty rooms they have available at any time so that they are mandated to open these rooms to the homeless. Now, if this isn't the craziest thing I've ever heard, in my opinion. So let me see if I can make sense of this. Private companies without the mental preparation or education to handle the homeless that may be mentally challenged in addition to security issues, to say the least, and liability to their own staff and customers now have to pay the price for homelessness. So who has really been responsible for the situation of homelessness in this country? Revelation. No offense to anyone, but we are taking billions of tax dollars to police the world and finance wars that aren't even ours. And we can't even solve our own problems of homelessness. Revelation. Here's another thought. What happens to all that Social Security money for people who have never lived to reach the age to tap into the benefit. Now keep in mind that the year you may be able to tap into Social Security is growing by the year. Now some minor research revealed a revelational finding. Did you know that Social Security tax or the Social Security tax that you are now paying is not for your direct benefit at this moment, but for the ones who have reached the age 
to receive the benefit. In other words, you are paying it forward. And that's a good thing in theory. But I realize why it is so crucial and scary for our government that people are no longer working as long or retiring early or seeking employment by other non-traditional means. You see, the less people working and the earlier they retire and the more non-traditional jobs, maybe through social media, etc., there won't be enough money in the Social Security Fund to sustain the upcoming aging population. And people are living longer. And it has been predicted that by the year 2034, there won't be enough money for Social Security. However, did you also realize that any prior surplus in Social Security money goes to a trust fund and is also used to pay down governmental debt? Isn't that something? Revelation. So why are practical applications such as this knowledge not taught in the early educational years? Basic finance and economics should be mandatory courses, in my opinion. No offense to the early history about Paul Revere, but Paul Revere has not been applicable in my lifetime. This past week, I had been listening to the news in reference to Jackson, Mississippi, and the poor condition of their water treatment system, which, by the way, has been in a poor state for at least over 20 years. And what's so horrifying to me is that there are people right here in this country that do not even have decent water to bathe or drink or cook. And the people in Jackson, Mississippi are begging for decent running water. Businesses are suffering. And yet we in America are finding it hard to come up to their financial rescue. Yet we are financing wars in the billions. Revelation. How many light bulbs have to go off in all of our heads to see that what's happening in this area could very well happen in our own areas. In Flint, Michigan, between the years of 2014 and 2016, the municipal water supply system exposed thousands of residents to dangerous levels of lead and outbreaks of Legionnaire's disease. It appears that we are disintegrating piece by piece. And what I mean by that is that our old beliefs and what we thought was secure is not. Everyone is questioning everything. And this is not limited solely to America. Tell me what democracy is. Has it just become a word without the applied science of what it should be or mean? Forgive me for what I'm about to say, but these are just my opinions. People can't hear you when they're hungry, when they can't pay their light bills, when they're taxed to death, when they can't afford health care, when they have no access to health care, 
when they realize that utility companies that have received pandemic relief don't always pass those savings on to their customers, when we're losing trust. Forgive me, I don't see the democracy here, and I certainly don't feel it. And if I feel this way, how many others feel this way? In order to change things, you sometimes have to move out of your comfort zone and look beyond self. You see, for me, these issues are, are, are heartfelt. They're very heartfelt. I realize I can't be everywhere in the world at the same time, but I can use my voice. You see, in my local area, in the city in which I live, I've even gone to my local city council. In addition, I have even requested a meeting with the mayor. In addition to writing to the government. And it makes no difference to me whether you are a Republican, a Democrat, or an independent. I just want you to realize that I am a person and an American with concerns about the welfare of my community and the state of my country. I'm tired of my local officials telling me what I have available to me as a citizen and then turn a muted ear. I am here, but are you? Now, I appreciate the fact that President Biden took the time to write and respond. Well, my local mayor's office has not responded. Our city officials and the utility board haven't even attempted to respond. And the city council meetings are even televised. I filled out a public request form. I realized that my local utility company has received millions in pandemic relief and they have not passed on one penny free and clear to one citizen. And as an article I read on Apple News said, all around the world here, we are being hit with tsunamis of shutoffs in terms of electric bills. Why is this happening? I am a physician. Not that this means anything, but I say this with emphasis to address the level of apathy that everyday citizens are feeling from the people that they have elected to represent them, and they do nothing. There are many city and state and government officials that say and do a lot of good for their community. But for the ones who don't, and are simply apathetic to the concerns of the people, please move out of the way. The world is already infested with enough selfishness, greed, and apathy, and we don't need your contribution in this regard. If you want to elicit change, then be the instrument of change. I've even been told by the younger generation in this area that if you go and post an issue of genuine concern on the city's website and they decide that they don't like what you have to say or it hits a nerve, you'd better take a picture of your posting because they will block you and they will delete it. Certainly, I didn't want to believe that this was true. Well, it is, and I have proof because it was done to me. I took a picture of my posting and sure enough, the city blocked it. Revelation. So when do we really have truthful conversations about everything? Maybe the question I should be asking is do people in power really want you to? Debt in this country didn't jump out all of a sudden. 
It's always been here under the disguise of laws and rules padded with the superficial pretense that everything is okay. Stop reading us fairy tales. We've grown up and many of us are growing up. We need truth and willingness to come to the table of understanding and sincerity that extends beyond your comfort zone. The most powerful lesson that I have learned was that my mind could take me anywhere I want to go and that no matter what materialistic thing that the world could or would ever try to take from me, it could never take what I have inside of me. I learned that although money may represent power, knowledge is more powerful. Now combine knowledge and money used in a positive way and it can be a force to reckon with. Revelation. Again, this is Whispered by Angela. Whispered abbreviated stands for women and wisdom in socially powerful and interesting times. I invite you to follow me along on Instagram at ARWISPIT, that is A-R-W-I-S-P-I-T, or on most podcast forums. Again, I thank you.